Hey Maggie, how you doing? This is Rob Lowe, Wordlow's brother. Uh, hey, I just wanted to uh, reach out and say hello. Uh, I know you and Rob were supposed to interview me today, but something came up, and I just wanted to say uh, hello again. Uh, maybe next time this will work out. Uh, I did want to ask you though. Um, you mentioned something about my brother power bombing you. You're the only person I've ever known that wanted to be power bombed by my brother. And that's kind of weird. I wanted you to maybe explain what you mean by that sometime. Um, because it's really weird. I don't know. Uh, you're the only person I've ever known to say that. But if you, uh, yeah. But maybe next time when you guys have time to interview me, uh, we'll, we'll be able to figure it out. But, uh, wish you all the best. You take care of yourself and, uh, Wish you and Rob all the best on coexisting with Rob and Maggie on... Following All Out on pay-per-view this past Sunday night, I've been forced to vacate the AEW World Championship, as well as the AEW World Trials Championship. You want to hear from Maxwell Jacob Freeman. I can't wait. Heartbroken. 
What is going on, guys? Welcome to Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. What a show we got for you today. Man, has it been crazy. Wrestling world has been on fire. Whew. Maggie, how you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Does this annoy you? Am I being irritating? No. Imagine how a room full of people felt when you do that. Can we talk about my hair now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Yes, we can talk about your hair. Please do. And then let's start talking about everything that went down. Everything else. Okay, like, you know, a couple of days ago, I started, I said to myself that I was going to start making better life decisions. And then I go and do this. <laughs> Not laughing okay, at you. let me have it. Let me have it. Oh, Maggie, you good. You look like a poodle. No, you look fine. <laughs> you look good. <sighs> it's, it's not permanent, guys. It's it, it'll go. It'll lie down. It's 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 okay. Like my I might actually start to like it at some point, but it's it's gonna be fine. Guys, please, if if you don't even want to, but please do it for us, please like the video. <laughs> Share, subscribe to the channel, and also send us a super chat to say that it's not that bad, it'll die down. Okay. And Rob, you look fantastic today. Thank you. Thank you. you. Always look fantastic, but you look Thank you. Is it because of all the wrestling? I, I think so. It's been crazy. Um, I just can't really believe everything that's gone on. I don't think anybody really believes what's gone on. It's been just absolutely just... I think the best way to say it is... Holy shit. <laughs> you know, just ever since Sunday night, just holy crap. Um, I, I just can't believe everything that's gone on. And it, the one thing, and everybody's, I think, agreed with this. It sucks that such a good show was overshadowed. Um, by, Absolutely. By uh, do, do you know that I I have no recollection about anything whatsoever about All Out? Unfortunately, I I've kind of noticed that with that's been somewhat of the trend um, mm -hmm. lately, and uh, not only with you but other people. And it's a it's a damn shame because there were so many damn good matches. The acclaimed and Swerve and Keith Lee fantastic match you had um i i thought omega and or uh, the elite uh match was just one of the best matches against uh, that i absolutely loved i just i loved it it was great against the dark order and adam page i, I just loved the show and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was i was really um i i i just thought it was weird how I was kind of disappointed the CM Punk one. I thought I thought they should have. Uh, I, I even before this changed, I really thought they should have let Moxley keep kept the belt. But it makes sense now because he was leaving for a while. He was taking his vacation. He was going. He was going to be back in October. Yeah, sure. So it, it makes perfect sense now. But, yeah, but now nothing makes sense, Rob. Yes. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's all out the window and. Like, and after that, the next thing we know is 
when the shit hit the fan, um, we go to the press scrum and CM Punk. Do you want to read some super chats before that? Yeah, we might as well do that. That's yeah, I. Uh, by the way, I look like Ty Valkyrie <laughs> with the earbuds. <laughs> or like Leia from Star Wars, you know, with the... <laughs> there you go. I like it. Let's see here. Make sure I didn't miss any at the top here. Do, 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 do. I think I'm good there. So our first super chat is from John Barker. He says, I... Not here, but those curls and that Fred Durst hat. Y'all too hot. Where's my car? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, thank you, John. Uh, Wrestling Jeebus, our friend. <laughs> Jesus, I had that too loud. <laughs> sorry, I always pop for Mark. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he's awesome. <laughs> Turn that down. Sorry, Chad. No, it's sorry. okay. You, that's my fault. You are both amazing. Keep up the incredible both incredible work, both of you. Thank you very much. It's going to be a good reaction video. I'm going to have to clip that. Uh, Ryan Sullivan. Rob, the hat looks fantastic. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Matt Reichel says, hi, Rob and Maggie. How's the no smoking thing and digging them curls? Maggie felt sorry for the all all the media in that room. How is the non-smoking going, Maggie? I hate everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... I I think that this sums it up perfectly. I uh, like I have to be honest. Yesterday I smoked one because of you know my mother. By the way, guys, thank you so much for the well wishes. My mama is doing really well. It's it's okay. I just freaked out a lot yesterday, and uh, yeah, it just goes to show you. Like the last time I tried to stop smoking, you you remember that, right? It was not that long ago. Uh, my grandmother went into hospital, and then I started smoking again. And now this happens, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! But like, I I just did one, okay? Like I, I it's I I feel like I'm excused, but it's it. I felt awful after that. Really, I felt really awful. Uh, I think you get a hall pass. <laughs> yeah, but I really, I really hate it. I, I no. hate everyone. Uh, like, I'm lucky I haven't been to work because I was uh, feeling under the weather. Uh, but I'm going to work tomorrow and I'm just going to hate it. And I'm, I am I feel like I'm, I'm going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. But, yeah. um, but uh, let's move on. So right away off the bat, CM Punk just weird it wasn't even a question asked but he just goes up bringing up colt cabana once he sees uh nick hausman yeah uh, like a, a bit of an uh because i love to cut you off all the time uh just guys don't watch uh, the AEW scrum go watch denise salcedo's scrum uh like she has it from the very beginning and it clearly shows that no one asked a question about colt cabana whatsoever None of the media asked anything about that. Absolutely anything and just went off. Yep. Continue. Yeah. No, exactly. And that's what I was gonna say too. So um so yeah, he just he does that, just goes off, just absolutely goes off. And I tuned in like right after it started, so I was kind of just looking I was watching Twitter. And I was just kind of going, 
nobody said everything I'm showing says nobody asked him a question about Colt Cabana. And, and I asked, well, did somebody, I mean, did this start off? And like, no, he literally, there's video of, of him like sitting down and nobody asked him a question and he just goes off. And I'm like, huh. So I was just baffled by that. And then it just came out like, then I found out the history between Nick and uh, Colt Cabana. And it's like, okay, so CM Punk had a, CM Punk was going in there knowing what he was doing. It wasn't just that he, he just, he knew exactly what he was doing. And it's very interesting. Um, it was, I think the weird thing, it was all weird, but bringing up Colt Cabana's mom was kind of weird. Um, about it the checking was account. so uncomfortable. Yeah, it was very cringy and uncomfortable. And that was personal information. And yeah. uh, uh, when you do that, by the way, when you do, uh, when you get that personal information out, it shows you just how uh, it, it comes from a really vulnerable and hurt place. Like, I don't, because, okay, I'm, uh, I will, like, I think, I feel like we're gonna, uh, like, spend it, like, a better half of the show talking about this. Yeah. And believe me, I will not, I will not take sides of, uh, like, for, for this, uh, for this story. Like, I would never, uh, because, like, if you're not there, you'll never know. But uh, you know that I don't. I don't know. Uh, like I don't believe that CM Punk is a bad man. Like uh, in any way. But like when you when you talk about that, that you know that you were so incredibly hurt at one point. Like it's. I don't feel like uh, it's. It almost felt like the. It felt rehearsed, but it only felt that way because I feel like he's been keeping it down for quite a while now. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to ask, like in chat, I'm curious, um, and you can answer this in chat, and, and it's a question for you, Maggie. The next pay-per-view is full gear in uh, New, Jer uh, his New Jersey. Yeah. Are we going to have another press scrum? <laughs> oh. Um, or do they take a break? I, If they do, because I kind of feel like they will. If they do, uh, I feel like uh, when everything... You... you you just go ahead and watch the scrum. And the moment CM Punk opened his mouth and on the 10th second, you can see just how uncomfortable Tony Khan felt from the very beginning of that scrum. And uh, I just felt kind of bad for him. But at the same time, like, dude, fucking say something. Like, you, you're his boss. And... Throughout this, uh, the entire interview, uh, Tony Khan was not CM Punk's boss. Like in, in, in no way was he his boss. He was just a person who was sitting right next to him while Punk was going off. And uh, I'm sorry. 
And uh, I feel like he, if Tony Khan has had put a stop to this from the very beginning, like everything could have been different. Like if he put his foot down from the very beginning, because it just escalated and escalated, and then he, it, it couldn't possibly be stopped. Yeah. Like in 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 no way, and you know it's. Mm, you know that Tony Khan, like we we knew this from the very beginning when AEW was uh, was formed, and when they had those parties after pay per views and whatever, uh, you could see photos of everyone having fun, right? Correct. Yeah. We even saw. Uh, Britt Baker with Adam Cole before Adam Cole was even uh, hired uh, when he was still a part of NXT, like those kinds of uh, get-togethers. Because everyone was saying that they're a family. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, what happens when you cultivate uh, uh, a roster with, like, to feel like family? Well, you know what happens? Families fight. Families throw chairs, families rent a lot, uh, families get at each other's throats, like that's what families do. But when you cultivate a professional environment in your uh, locker room, that's a different thing because then you develop respect, you know? Yeah. And I feel like Tony Khan wants to be the wrestler's friend and I, I get that because Tony Khan is first of all a wrestling fan and then he's a boss and that's the problem I feel like uh, that you can you can let that happen I don't know it's uh, I but after what happened at that press scrum I feel like Tony Khan now knows how things should and shouldn't be done. And I think now he knows better. And uh, I feel like, yes, they will have a, a scrum or a press conference or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But uh, I think that he knows the mistakes that he he's made by now. And I know, I, I don't think he's... I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna change. Not uh, not only in those uh, scrums, but as an authority figure as well. Yeah. Uh, I I maybe kind of wanted to see some uh, a different demeanor uh, when he announced at the beginning of Dynamite that those titles were being uh, vacated. But no, he was the happy go, you know, smiling Tony Khan and whatever. Like I kind of wanted to see a more serious side because it, it is very much incredibly serious. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I'm not saying that he should have been like looking dead at the at the camera and just like sound like a dead person. I'm not saying that, but like maybe the like authoritish. Like I'm not saying he should have sound he should have sounded like uh triple h or Facebook. like no like uh, in 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 a different in yeah well you, the, you the one thing saying. that you yeah the one thing you started out with like as far as like it's it sounded like rehearsed according to dave Meltzer, who 
uh, said it today, is it was um, rehearsed, according to Dave Meltzer, and it was practiced beforehand as well. How does um, he know that? That I don't know. Um, how, like, how do you know that? that that's the thing. I That I don't know, um, but that was... That's what I, like. That's not an attack. I'm just genuinely curious. How do you know that? That that I again. I don't know. But um, unless yeah. you've seen like in the locker room with all the fuss happened, yeah. unless you see some papers with the speech written on it, like I don't know. Well, that's. I mean, that's the thing. Like maybe uh, there's there's a lot of things. Who knows? I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. Um, I know one thing about Dave. I I I like. I like Dave. Um, sure, yeah, I like, I like. He's. I know he gets a lot of crap, um, because and the one thing about that is he gets a lot of crap because people say he's wrong a lot. And the thing is, is he. He. Uh, he when he does his show, he he talks hypothetical a lot, or he's, um, and people take they do the same thing with Sean where he's like basically saying like, this is what could happen or this is what I would do. And they take that as news. Like they're giving their opinion. And that's the same thing that happened with Dave a lot. Um, and I did see this. Um, uh, Will Washington mentioned the way that he performed. It was like when someone's reading off a teleprompter, like when you, when you do learn for media training. Um, and I get that, but um, and and if that's the case, maybe, maybe in this case, um, maybe in this case, Dave should have said that. But the way he wrote it is, if it was intentional and practiced beforehand, that has nothing to do with like, like, uh, uh, like a beforehand type thing. Well, excuse me, I misspoke there. That I'm trying. It's just way too weird. Um, I, I tend to believe that he went in there, like for him to just see Nick and just go off. It's like I think he knew what he wanted to do, because just to start going off right away, just well, I just thought yeah. that was weird. Yeah, but like uh, that's that's the thing. That's uh, that's what I was saying. If like when when a lot of stuff starts piling up for me <clears throat> and I just uh, become extremely furious and irritated at stuff. I just like, I, I start talking to myself in my head, you know? Yeah. And uh, after that, I start spewing, like when the, when shit hits the fan, I just start spewing, you know, facts and uh, emotions and whatever. It all, it always looks rehearsed. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to uh, debunk someone, or you know, uh, or say that CM Punk was right. Like, in no in no way was CM Punk right or the elite right. No one, everyone was equally wrong. <laughs> like, well, let me just yeah. say. And Supi sends a super chat that says maybe a bit late, but I found your car, John. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the Throw one thing back to our to last week's show. Yeah. So um the one thing about so going on next, he this is where it this is where the basically the shit really hit the fan is this is what caused it was 
when he called the EVPs irresponsible and then claimed they spread lies and bullshit. And then he calls Hangman Adam Page an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck that goes into business for himself. Um, Hangman was a former teacher, by the way. Just throwing it out there. Um, <laughs> this... I don't... I don't... That I don't believe. I mean, as far as, like, maybe the EVPs, like, given news and stuff, like, that I don't know. That's That could be. That, maybe. That could be. Fine. But as far as, like, Adam Page being a dumb fuck, no. I'm not. No. 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 Yeah, and he said they couldn't manage a target. Let me tell you something. I worked at a target back when I was uh, 16. That was my first job, technically. Well, technically it wasn't, but that was my first good job. Um it's hard. <laughs> I mean, I, thinking back on it now, I wouldn't be able to even, I wouldn't want to do it. And then I ran out of a 16 year old kid, but there's no way in hell I wanted to do that job. Like as an adult, like there's, it's, that's freaking hard. So for him to take a, I don't, I don't get that reason. I, it was kind of just dumb to say, but, um, I know. have, the hugest problem with this specifically because I when Hangman did the whole workers rights uh, thing on Dynamite um, I I didn't get it but like I, I knew what he was talking about but I didn't go I know yeah. I had no idea what I was talking about, and I had no idea it was a bad thing until Punk brought it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. And even then, I had no idea what he was talking about. I had to actually listen to a lot of podcasts and watch some old videos of that uh, built towards uh, Double or Nothing because I I had no idea. Did you have any idea what he was talking about? Like, you, like, did you consider it a big deal, such a big deal, than to threaten not to show at the pay per view? Yeah. And if and if he said that he was, uh, you know, uh, uh, just jumping uh, a little ahead of you, to to sh- to, to say that. He was dumb enough to jeopardize the first ever one million, uh, like yeah. Uh, yeah, and to threaten was because Punk was threatening not to show up to the pay per view. Just that kind of speaks bad for you, not for Hangman. Yeah. Like, if, and after that, like two prior uh, buildups towards uh, matches against CM Punk, MJF. And Eddie Kingston both uh, referenced that in their promos. Why was this okay for them and not okay for Hangman? Like, what? What's the difference here? If it was because it was previously cleared before the actual promo hit, I get that. Like, that's that's understandable, and I and I'm ready. I'll I'll be able to say okay about that. But what, like, I have so many questions. Like, and, and like, one of the one of the biggest ones is 
was, you know, was Punk maybe feeling a bit threatened that MJ, like that uh, Hangman was the better babyface because in, in that scrum he called himself the top babyface. I think that Hangman is the top babyface in that company. Yeah. Like, and it kind of, like, because, and again, jump jumping ahead of you, he said that none of them ever done, like, ever did anything before that, which is so insulting because yeah. they sold out the medicine MSG and they sold out the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, he, the fucking Tokyo Dome, dude. Yeah, you, like, yeah. what are you fucking talking about? Like, they've been everywhere. A part of that company you claim is the worst one of them all. Yeah, you they also of... like they also did a bunch of stuff in ROH. You remember ROH, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's the place you came from. Yeah. Now, one thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but no, I cut um, you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um. So there was one point where TK did try to clear or did try to cut Punk off. And then Punk basically said uh, he cut him or Punk. It's not your job. Yeah. And uh, for those EVP should have fucking known better is what he said. And I'm trying. And what did it? This is what did it. When I'm like, oh, holy shit. Like CM Punk says, I'm trying to run a business. I was like, holy crap. Like, dude, um, like, that's when I, that's when I like after this. Like, granted, I didn't. Nobody thought there'd be a fight after all this, but I was. That's when I first was like, "What the hell is he talking about?" That was my first like, ding. Like, okay, that's weird. What the hell does he mean by that? Um, and and like you said, you were talking about the million dollar house and stuff like that. Like bringing in the the attendants and stuff like that. I was like, that's. Like, what's he talking about trying to, like, he has a business to run? I'm, I don't get that. Um, like, and this, this was, straight I, up was was the perfect opportunity for Tony Khan to, to say, okay, you want to go uh, stop, go cool off, and then return. Okay, like this. No one, no one would have blamed TK for that. No, zero people, because Punk had sucked the air out of that room. Mm-hmm. And you know, like how many uh, of the of the people in that scrum who asked the questions, they said that they felt uncomfortable before asking the question. Yeah, and I mean, there's a, I mean, we, a lot of people know what like was said, but I think like I'm gonna skip down to a little bit. But uh, one thing, a quote that Punk said was, "Our locker room, for all the wis- wisdom and brilliance it has, isn't worth shit." when you have an empty headed idiot who's never done anything in the business do public interviews and say, I don't really take advice. Who the fuck do you think you are? Fucking go fuck yourself. Now I know what he, I know what Adam page was saying and that, that was like, okay. What Adam page said, I don't know if that was, I don't, there i don't know if that was in this part i don't know about adam page i don't know much about adam page outside the ring just like we don't know a lot about all wrestlers outside of the ring i don't know if he was being and maybe somebody in chat can tell me i don't know if he was being he might have been in like somewhat character when he was in the interview um 
I don't know about this. Uh, about like that, that like he, well, he was talking about uh, like I think he mentioned Harley Race, um, a few other few other wrestlers, or and it might not have been Harley Race, but he just said he just doesn't take uh, he just doesn't take advice from veterans. I guess is what he said. Um, that well, that's kind yeah, of okay. weird. To say, but if it's... yeah, okay, it's weird. Uh, it's it's definitely weird because like it's. Uh, like me not getting advice from the, from someone who's done podcasting in years. Like I will always listen to people who've done podcasting for years and I will always like, you know, that's weird for me, really. But like that's their choice, I guess. It's like, why bring it up? Yeah. <laughs> like why bring up a whole shit ton of the things you said? Guys, no uh, politics talk. I know that guy is trying to... He's definitely trying to troll, so just ignore him. He's gone. Um, so... But, uh, yeah. It's just... It's just crazy. Um, the... <sighs> the I'm t He said another thing that just really caught my like attention and he goes i'm tired of wrestling these pricks i'm tired of wrestling these kids that think they know everything now before like this i've noticed recently if you look at all of the there's been certain wrestlers that have kind of either liked tweets in the past few days or retweeted tweets in the past few days miro being one of them um Basically, on the reports that we've seen, there's no way in hell, there's no way in hell, in my opinion, and I, in the ring, I absolutely love him. When he has the mic in the ring, I absolutely love him. I don't know how they can bring CM Punk back. I just don't know how you can do it um, based off what is going on backstage. Now, the one thing I will say is it it really determines on what this third party investigation finds out based on what we know right now. And again, this is all speculation and hearsay. What we know right now is the door wasn't kicked down. Oh, we're starting to talk about that because yeah. like, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, just, just a quick, uh, a, a quick few things before uh, before we actually start talking about the brawl out. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, you have you have a post pay per view like uh, scrum. You need to actually start talking about the pay per view. They spend the majority of the time talking about Cole Cabana and the Bucks and Kenny Omega and the EVPs and the Hangman. That's not that's not how you do it. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not... Uh, again, I'm not taking sides, but this is not how you do it. Seth Rollins put over the pay-per-view way more than CM Punk put over the pay-per-view. Yeah. 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 Uh, and... <clears throat> Granted, there was a fan uh, on on the uh, in in the audience. Like he was front row, 
he said that he had a Seth freaking Rollins t-shirt. And uh, oh, he, said he had Seth freaking Rogan t-shirt. Is what he had no, on. No, he no. Yeah, yes, he, Seth freaking Rollins. No, it was Rogan. Seth Rogan even retweeted it. Like respect. Really? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. No, I saw Seth Rollins retweeted yeah. with saying respect. Uh, it was Rogan. I'm sorry. No, it was Seth. Uh, somebody else. Somebody want to back me up? Because if I'm wrong, I'll say it. But um. Hmm. So, I'm gonna um, check out I, right I now. I saw one. Usually, I wouldn't read these, but in comments, I saw something that made me. So, would you have fired Brett or Sean back in the day when they had their issues? That's the thing. Vince McMahon is a completely different animal than Tony Khan is. If it's a, now, if it's me, I don't know what I would do. I really don't. I'm going based off when I said you can't bring CM Punk back, I'm bringing it back. I'm talking about from a, like a morale standpoint, you have a locker room based on what we know. Yeah. Okay. And I, granted it's based on what we know that people don't want them around. That's basically from what we know. I'm not saying everybody is like that. Just basically from what we understand right now is they don't want them around. Uh, and uh, also about that, uh, it's it's not back in the day anymore, and you don't need to fight like it's not win like we are not in the twentieth century anymore. Like things are different, and I know I get it, I get it, okay. But it's not like we cannot repeat the same mistakes as we did because I'm sure as hell like if. If this, if Sean and Brett happened, uh, and I, I was watching at that time, I would have felt exactly as uncomfortable as I am right now. Like I, it, like, and it's not, it's not about the fact that I don't have a penis. Believe me, like <laughs> a lot of a lot of men don't feel uncomfortable as well. It's not like a woman thing that I do. Like, no, I, I watch wrestling because I don't like violence, okay? Like, it's not real, legitimate violence. Like, I, I don't watch boxing. I don't watch UFC. Like, I get it. I don't want real stuff, okay? Like, it's it's entertaining to watch while I know it's not real. Yeah. I don't, like... But, you know, like, I know what you're saying. This the stories aren't real, but I know what you're saying. The stories aren't real, but you love the action in the ring. Yeah, sure. Like, of great. course. Yes. It's yeah. like watching action movies. It's yeah. it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, our and, uh, our yeah, friend Soupy uh, sends a super chat. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. We cut each other off all the time. Uh, Soupy sends a super chat. Who thought that bringing CM Punk in a company of indie-made wrestlers that are friends with Colt Cabana could backfire? We all did when he signed. We all did, yeah. It was. I, I think it was just a matter of time, and I think we all thought that. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> just real quick so we can uh, uh, shut up about Scrum and talk about the action itself. What is happening to my voice? Okay. Uh, I think it was because of all the laughing when you saw my hair first. <laughs> uh, so uh, the funny thing that is incredibly ironic here is that we saw that incredible pay-per-view and the ending with MJF 
And then afterwards, no one was talking about MJF at all, which comes full circle with the fact that Wardlow was supposed to get the big push on a double or nothing. And after that, no one was talking about that. And it, as I said, all comes full, full circle. Like, of course, MJF turned it around on Dynamite this week. It was okay. But like, you cannot possibly have that awesome, an, awesome of an ending for All Out with that voicemail. It was so brilliant. It was so good. And then not have the entire wrestling world talk about you, but they're talking about a media scrum. Uh, yeah, so almost nothing was uh, was touched upon uh, about that, about the actual pay-per-view. Like, Punk put over Moxley. He put over uh, Adam Cole for being sweethearts. But, like, that's, that's about it. And uh, he actually... The, the most talked about thing for him was that he was saying that it's never good to go into business for yourself. Like talking about going to business for yourself, like that whole media scrum was a yeah, was exactly that. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like I saw like in chat here what Ace Shock says, um, tweeted a pic of them in the production truck and. And, I, you know, I've seen that, like, I've seen the picture and I've seen what people are talking about. The thing is, is I, I get that. But situations change. I mean, what you can be friendly with somebody and still be, like, irritated by something else. And that's might have been what happened. And um, before I go on, we love you too, Kate Hensler. Um, that, that could be exactly what, like, happened. But when with the way Punk went off, and then he basically might have accused them of something they didn't do. Plus, then they bury like one of their best friends, like calling him an empty-headed dumb fuck, and then bury the company that they helped found. And they said that might have just just did it right there. Like you know that that might have just put them over the edge or like, put him over the edge. Who knows? I don't know. As but, I said, as I said. I'm so sure that something we there's a ton of stuff we don't know, and there's one I'm sure that there's one big thing that we'll never know because I'm sure that something took Punk way off edge. Like it's it's not possible that he just decided to go off like that. I'm sure something we there's something we that we don't know. And I don't think we're supposed to know. And I don't think we should know. Like no. those those sorts of things, like uh, like personal things, intimate things, like we we there is no there's no purpose of us knowing. Uh they need I, I just need them to sort it all out because uh I'm not the one to say that oh CM Punk should be fired. I don't want anyone being fired. I'm not. I'm never gonna say that because I'll yeah. always enjoy punk. Like I may not be the biggest MJ uh, uh, CM Punk fan. I'm. I, believe me, I'm not. But I enjoy his work. Okay. Like I don't. I don't want him to go. Uh, and uh, it was. Uh, what is Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> it's a question it's, that's been asked for ages. Yes. What is? Um, it's. Again, I'm sure there's something we don't know, and I don't think we'll ever know. 
but uh, if like leading into the brawl, uh, I would say just one thing, like as a as a person with a bachelor's degree in psychology, uh, at least from what I can remember, because like this is incredibly psychological what happened. And uh, I don't think we'll ever know what actually happened during I, that I role. Think, I think there's one thing that I think we absolutely know, because of, when there's one thing that I absolutely believe is a 100% true, is because he loves animals so much, is that Kenny Omega did go after Larry the dog to try to save him He first. did. That, did. I believe, is 100% true. As um, if I could have loved Kenny Omega more. Like, yeah. this just, oh my God. I, I, there's no... There, there, I, this I is would, the most Kenny Omega thing ever, okay? Yeah, I would put all my money, like, on the table. Like That is correct. I, I would put, like, yeah, if somebody said... This happened. Yeah, this happened. There was footage that came up and said, you can, like, put it all on the table. I would put absolutely it do it in a second. Because I yeah. know that... I believe it 100%. Yes, um, but uh, like what I was trying to say was, uh, so when you, you there's a saying that you, uh, there's there's never a one version of you. There's a lot of versions of you. Like the, the first one was the version that you perceive yourself to be. And all the other versions are the versions that all your friends think of you as. And that is incredibly shocking to, to, to comprehend because you you are never one in the same person in a lot of situations. And, and this is the thing here because uh, we know CM Punk and uh, Steel's side and we know uh, the elite side. And this doesn't, those two sides don't necessarily uh, like exclude one another. Uh, and the fullest, okay, because there are like a couple of things that clearly aren't, aren't there, but like those those theories come, uh, like those sides, uh, those stories come from people who are friends with both sides and were and or were there. So you will always explain what happened because you view it through the eyes of your friend and what you think it's happening and you think is correct in your friend's eyes. This goes to, to, to both parties of the situation. And I'm not like this, of course, I'm not talking about a kick door, thigh slaps or whatever. Yeah, I love what <laughs> you said to me like this morning, like, do you think like something about when they tried to kick the door down to the thigh slap and I, I, literally lost it oh come on like this was through the entire twitter like the moment I they i honestly didn't see it i didn't this, see, you that didn't see it no. like this was <laughs> no like when when the reports started coming out that punk side said that they kicked the door and and people were like did they thigh slap <laughs> yeah i didn't see that at all like i can't believe it yeah like, seriously how, like there was yeah. the first thing people said how, i don't understand how i didn't maybe i just didn't pay attention to it but i literally did not see it but, but um, how did you yourself not think about that is the the question so let's start yeah. uh, talking about the actual brawl yeah. out so well i mean we kind of did uh i mean we kind of did uh, about the dog and like punk supposedly went after 
I mean, it, it's gone vice versa. We don't really know, basically, um, we don't know if, we, we really don't know who allegedly. Oh, wow, was it was Seth Rogen. Fuck. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, so yeah, the, I mean, as far as the fight goes, it's, there's really, like, nothing too much. Like, everything, like, we don't really, the more and more people have talked about it, it sounds like Punk might have started it allegedly. Allegedly, Punk might have like started just right away, but his his side says that uh, was it Nick or Matt that started it or started throwing. I his can't remember. His side said that, that uh, they barged in and yeah. Matt Jackson started to initiate. Uh, Matt Jackson uh, initiated the whole thing, yeah. which. Uh, I just don't believe it. And I, 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 te- I tend to, uh, I initially tend to to see some truth to that because uh, of the two, Matt was always the more emotional one. Okay, like Nick was always, you know, the yeah, but I yeah. Just... So, so that's the yeah. I'm not saying that I believe it or not. I'm just uh, paying paying attention to uh, my favorite wrestlers. Uh, and uh, so, if you if you think about it, you drag the names of the people that you know that start brawling with you. Like what? What do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. You, you like you 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 spoke a lot of stuff on that scrum. Like you called them names. And you said that the company was nothing before before he came, which I'm very come on, like that's cool. like that's not that's not true. And then if if you if he if Punk thought that this wasn't going to happen, like I'm like I don't know, like why? Also, uh, something okay. else that was uh, what I was just going to say for a guy that said his door is open for people to go talk to him. Yeah, yeah, but it's it was almost as if he said, "My door is open," but wait, not like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but like another thing that was uh, that was uh, touched upon, uh, people said that well, they should have waited for him to cool off. Like, okay, like he said a lot of bad stuff about them. If they go. Oh, like we'll go, we'll wait for Punk to cool off, and then we're gonna go and have a reasonable conversation. Like that's what psychopaths do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, exactly. Like I mean, it's <laughs> no. Like, yeah. No, I mean that I completely agree with you. It's just. But yeah. the the thing the thing that makes the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega look incredibly bad here is the fact that they are, in fact, EVPs. Yes. This is, like, this is the the, the, the lining here. And uh, if they weren't EVPs, there wouldn't, there wouldn't even be a conversation here. I, yeah, I think, I think they're, this is just, I mean, this is not a report or anything like that. I think those titles are gone after this, you, if you're an EVP, you should have you should know better. Yeah, and like, I wouldn't surprise me have... if they resign those titles. Like, 
it wouldn't surprise me at all if they do that. They, um, Nothing would surprise me in wrestling in 2022 anymore. Uh, but that, that's the thing. Uh, like, be a hothead all you want. Like, settle your differences however you want. But when you're an EVP, you you should never do that. Because when, you, when you're an EVP and you barge into uh, a wrestler's locker room, you, like, those, like, they're his bosses. At the end of the day, they're his bosses, and they had a physical brawl with their worker. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's not right in this situation, because it would have been a totally different conversation if uh, if if they weren't EVPs. Like they were just wrestlers settling things that were said that shouldn't have been said, and it was just gonna be a, a an, an ugly thing that happened in wrestling. That yeah. was that was what's it gonna be? But because they're EVPs, the situation is much more different, and that's that's why. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I no, I no. Like, we're not talking about punishment here. Like, I know that all these people that got suspended, uh, of course, surely you, you would, uh, you, you'd suspend everyone until a proper investigation uh, is at hand. I, I totally get that. Stripping them of the titles, I totally get that as well. Because, like, you, like Tony Khan has been pushed enough. And this is the right call for me. Uh Kenny Omega did a wonderful thing saving a dog. I will always appreciate that. Like it's, as I said, this is the most Kenny Omega thing ever. Like saving saving a dog from the horrible things that people do to each other. Like as as always, Rob and I like this podcast. We we talk about it all the time. We like we like animals more than people. So it's. <laughs> I think majority yeah. of people prefer animals over people. Yeah, the people don't like people. People don't like each other. Like we we love uh we love our pets so much and uh speaking about that Kate, we love you so much and we we hope you're feeling better. Yes. Um yeah. So um moving on from I mean we're moving on a little bit from this now. Um, this past Wednesday, they did have a, um, a talent meeting uh, that Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, and uh, John Moxley ran. Um, it was it featured the announcers, the wrestlers, and uh, managers and referees. Um, details of the meeting are pretty like sparse, um, but. Like one talent basically said that the right people to that were in charge of the meeting, they had the right people in charge of the meetings. What they said. Um, oh yes, yes. So, um, it was it was you know what it reminded me of that how word has not gotten out about the meeting. It reminded me. Now it's completely different. Don't get me wrong. It, it is it's completely different circumstance and stuff like that. But it gave me like a reminder that kind of like early AEW days when it was harder to get news out 
like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's kind of interesting that not much has come out of this um and the one thing that a lot of people have been give, giving credit for and, and he does deserve it you know the one thing is is if you take the if you take his i know a lot of people grade um they view him on his politics and um they don't look outside of that and that's on that's on them um that, and that's up to them but chris jericho um is the perfect guy obviously for people to lean on in this situation i have so much respect for jericho after yeah. that yeah john moxley so um <laughs> john moxley i think is a good one too um he he's a guy that he's very much like his character he 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 wants the best for his company that's what he wants i mean for the company he works for he wants the best he wants the best You're for supposed to have time off yeah and he's there so, <laughs> but and that's the thing like and like he like people are like you can tell he's pissed no you can tell he's doing his job like he was he, always john box is always pissed what are you talking about that's, that's his thing. character I, yeah and that's a, that's exactly the thing like i'm like he's like he's fine I'm like trust me like yeah, maybe he wanted the time off, but he's he's fine. Well, like, I'll be he, pissed too. Yeah, but he's fine. Like he's he's gonna get that time off when things settle down. And if there's any other place that he'd rather be, it's gonna be in a ring. Like if he if he can't be on time off, where where else would he rather be? He want to be in the ring, so he he'll be fine. And then Brian Danielson, of course, you have a guy that's been everywhere for the past twenty two years or a little over twenty two years. You have three perfect guys. Plus, you got William Regal in the back. You have another person that I know a lot of people talk shit about these days um, because they don't like his. He's, he's a legend, regardless what you think of his commentary these days. But Jim Ross was WWE talent relations way back in the day, so he's he knows about backstage bull crap, bullshit. You know, like he knows about it. Like he's dealt with this. Um, so you have a couple of good people back there that can do, help deal with it. You have guys like um, you have good producers. You have another per person. I don't know if he's there as much now, but Arn Anderson. Um, I mean, there's so many people. Jake that, Roberts. Is he always and I don't know how much he's around either because yeah. Lance Archer hasn't been around. But, mm -hmm. um, but you in my opinion, Tony Khan, um, and it's easy for me to say, but Tony Khan needs to lean on Jim Ross and William Regal more. William Regal for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have, I have a question. Uh, could have the Bucks and Kenny rush to uh, CM Punk's locker room with Christopher Daniels because he's talent relations. Well, that's the thing. As far as like, oh yeah, because hell, that's that's the, oh, sorry. Before before I forget that, that's this is perfect. The, here's some great names: Dustin Rose, Jerry Lynn, um, Big Show, Paul Paul White hasn't been there lately, from what I understand. Mark Henry. So those are some more names. Um, but yeah, as far as like Christopher Daniels, from what I understand, is the people that did try to break up the fight, they. From what I understand, and and um, they're not necessarily in trouble. 
they're basically suspended yeah, because of course of, yeah because of the investigation like yeah. as i said okay. this is this is proper protocol yeah so but okay so well, yeah. that's the way you asked it i wasn't sure if that's what you meant but yeah i know but like could could they have gotten christopher christopher daniels to go with them because of the situation because he's telling relations that's that's my question well that i they could have but i don't know like I don't I don't know because that that would have been a sign of good intentions. Yeah, it, it definitely Th that, would have that's been, the but thing. I mean, but the other thing you have to um the other thing you have to think about is why why I mean not why. Why but, as a general because I asked that question No, no, no. I mean <laughs> no when it's kind of hard when like you're just basically like like emotional like in an emotional state like they're pissed off exactly like, exactly so. yes uh, like this this whole thing is about egos like huge ass egos bumping heads with one another like this is this is ridiculous like i've posted the video of uh, of the elite doing that q and a in their uh uh in their hotel room from years ago 2017 i think and then you uh, like days ago, CM Punk posted uh, posted a photo with the Dion Bucks on Instagram. Like all of these things, like uh, photos started emerging after the sh after Dynamite shows. CM Punk was hugging hugging Hangman. Like as I said, something happened that we don't know about. Like this is the thing. Like when Cody Rhodes left AEW, I continued saying something happened backstage and right now cody rhodes seems like the smartest cvp of them all it's yeah. like again something happened before cody left okay that's why so, he left yeah so brian, david says brian alvarez noted that christopher daniels and chief legal officer for AEW, um, I think her name's Megan. I can't remember her last name. Uh, for AEW, all went to see Punk with the Elite. Okay. Hmm. So if their main, if their if their legal officer was with them, that's weird. I mean, for all this to. I mean, it's still good they have the independent uh, investigation, but it's like. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, the only other thing that the talent basically said is um, the right way to handle it was basically the way Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara handled their situation. And that's basically they shook hands, moved on. You know, they got over what it was and they moved on from a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Of so course. That's, and that's just basically... But, but that's Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is they're, they're <laughs> saying what people... What the wrestlers meant is that is the way they... Sh like, that is the way they should have tried to handle it. Try of to course, it. yeah, but that's CM Punk in the box. Yeah. No, like I, and those, I get that. I'm, and I'm I, not even talking about Kenny Omega because I'm sure that Kenny would be reasonable in the situation but again both the young bucks are incredibly emotional i'm not saying that kenny isn't but like kenny has has a knack for you know 
doing uh, knowing what to do with his emotions, what is right and what is not. Yeah. Uh, Young Bucks and CM Punk, like Punk has an enormous ego. I don't like, and that's not a shot at at him. I think it's well known that Punk has a huge ego, and the Young Bucks aren't far behind. Uh, if and second of all, this is about Hangman and. Uh, Look at the fact that Hangman hasn't said a word about that. Yeah, the only thing he said was Happy Labor Day the day after. Yeah, Happy Happy Labor Day. Hey, oh. like that's he's. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, but that, he's such a sweetheart. Like it's, of course he wasn't gonna win the match on Dynamite. Uh, absolutely yes. Uh oh yeah I I would yes please. <laughs> uh it's um. Again, this this was handled so poorly <laughs> on both sides. This yeah. was a train wreck. Again, it's not a work if there by chance people who still think it's work, it's not. Uh, that's that's not the way you make money. It's it's so it's so not. And uh, at the moment, the AEW Championship is just I'm, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Uh, the only thing too is like what you said. It's not a work, but it can always turn into a work. It it, it can always turn into one. Uh, that's what I say. Yes, yep. it can always turn into a one, but only only if both sides are comfortable in the situation. And by comfortable, I'm not saying yeah, okay, let's do it. And then in the actual match, they started fucking killing each other. Like that's not what I'm talking about. Well, like I'm 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 not there for that. Well, let's move on and go ahead and talk about AEW Dynamite. So Tony Khan, is, like we discussed earlier, kicked off the show and announced that he was vacating the AEW World Heavyweight Championship and the Tag Team Trios Championships. Um, he did not appear live in front of the crowd. He, he appeared on um, just on camera. Uh, so th there was that. And next thing you know, we are getting MJF kicking off the show. He comes out wearing a Josh Allen Buffalo Bills jersey, which is also your favorite NFL team. Is that correct, Maggie? I know. I understand. No. Yes. <laughs> I, knew, I knew when I set you up for that, you knew exactly what I was talking about. I know so, what you're talking about. That yeah. is not sarcasm. Okay. <laughs> so, John Moxley. Um, so, basically, MJF got a great promo. I absolutely love this face promo that he was cutting because you knew eventually it was going to change. MJF was so fucking cheered and then he started like in, like uh, going after the audience and they still cheer the fuck yeah. out of him yeah it's but so it, good. it just i loved it i just loved how yeah. he just reacted to everything it was just fantastic um then basically moxley came out and was john john moxley the moxley we love and um, he just said, "That's not the like yeah. uh, that. That's not the place. We're not yeah. talking about. We're not that. doing this right now. Yeah, and I. We're not doing this right now. And he was just he played it so well. Ah, yep. uh, Jesus yeah. fuck. Moxley is a different kind of animal. Seriously. Yep. Good stuff. Good good stuff. So you know you know when he when he returned and uh, he won that championship." And he said the first thing he said on the mic was, God damn it, I love this shit. Yeah. You, yeah. you can so tell that he really does. Like it's oh, yeah. 
Yep, absolutely. He absolutely loves his business. And um, I remember back in the day when everyone thought that he was the weakest link in the shield. That is yeah. so not the case. I don't right think now. there was I, really, I, in my opinion. I mean, the I know the way they were presented in WWE. He pretty much was. Yeah, he but was you can now way. see that that was their fault, and this and this is what Moxley can do. And right now, at, at the way they're being portrayed throughout both companies, there's no weak link. Like the three of them are just so amazingly good. Oh. Yeah. Jesus, good shit, yep. pal. And you know what John Moxley did? He like when he came back and he said that he loves this shit. He he basically put it on the line and he made the sacrifice, 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 sacrifice. I just wanted to hit that. He just so lose. He lost my video of the sacrifice bit. It's forever deleted, right? What's the other one? Mine. Oh, we can get that back. Well, you'll have to do it again, but we can get it back once you do it again. <laughs> you'll have to, oh, do I have but, to be with this hair? Sure. Um, <laughs> that'd be better. Uh, so anyway, yeah, moving on from that, we, we get the World uh, Trios Tag Team Championship match. The best friends taking on um, Death Triangle. Um, I'm so stupid because I thought this was the, the moment best friends got got a title. I thought they were going to get it too because the way I looked at it was uh, back already. I thought the- that I thought that AEW watched our show and they said, "Oh, right, Maggie, you're right. Yeah. Best friends are the only tag team that has been together from the very beginning. You're right." There I you do go. Think the Tony title. Khan's watching right now. I think yeah, right. I know. I think he's. I think the third party I think people he's are taking on hold, and he's like. Yeah, he's taking notes. He's like the third pe- third party people are on hold, waiting until about three, uh, four thirty, and then he'll take their call. And um, but uh, anyways, Death Triangle got the win. Uh, it surprised me. It really did. Um, and I don't know why, because I mean, obviously, Death Triangle is a hell of a team. Um, I just really wanted. They, to they held titles already. Like they yeah. held championships. Yeah, that was and that was my thing. I. I I just looked I at how. I suppose that the 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 chase looks better on the best friends. I I can get that, but like I I hope that they actually get those titles after all. Um. So then we had a uh, Tony Storm taking on Penelope Ford. Uh, before the normal time slot, so I'm glad they've changed before that. Before the normal, <laughs> uh, they've been changing that up. That's good. Second um, week in a row. Yeah, uh, Tony Storm versus uh, Penelope Ford. Tony Storm gets the victory. Um, that's of course that was gonna. I mean, that was a give. The thing that wasn't in my reactions were was uh, the moment Penelope Ford got a, got a got outside. And uh, when she came into the ring, and Kim Sabian was uh, after uh, was behind her, and I started saying "Man in the Box." And speaking about "Man in the Box," I got some jokes later that will be about "Man in the Box." We actually have to speed up because we have twenty minutes. Yeah, I know. Yep, <laughs> I know. Um, the acclaimed had a segment with the with the. Swerve, son of a bitch. That 
oh, we were all ready for Max to have his rap. But Tony's like, I can't take a chance at this at all today. I have too much going on. So he said, hell no. Scissor me, Rob. Yeah. Oh, not the first <laughs> time you said that to me. Um, this was so brilliant. I'm this... going to cut that, by the way. Um, <laughs> because you like my awesome forearm, right? Yeah, big fan. You can tell I work out. Uh, the, this was the most brilliant thing ever. Like everyone, like and they hyped it up so much on me on social media and on Twitter and on Instagram. Like everywhere, they hyped it up so much. Like this was brilliant hill heat by Swerve. Like you, oh yeah. And there was no Keith Lee. He played it off on Twitter. Oh, you turn your back for a while. This this was just brilliant. Uh, kudos kudos to them. Like it's because you can tell that they wanted to talk about it, but they couldn't because it's a touchy subject still, and yeah. they're not comfortable doing that. So they did that. Yeah, great. And uh, Tony Nice versus uh, the man that they call Wardlow, Maggie. Um, he touched his boobies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, me and Chris D, like DM'd each other. Chris uh, <laughs> Mueller, Mueller. I did it again. Damn it. Um, we text each other. Text each other right after. I'm like, I think a certain someone's gonna love that segment. <laughs> and he's like, "Yep, absolutely." I'm like, "Okay, that's all I needed to say." Um, so. We knew that would be good for you. Um, it's funny that whenever we see something about Wardlow, we just DM each other. Think Maggie will like that? Yeah, she'll <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, fantastic match between no, nothing, nothing could ever top Wardlow pinning. Uh, was it? I, I think it was Orange Cassidy. Do you remember how he pinned him? Like, Yeah, even I was impressed. <laughs> uh... I'm straight. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Well, okay. okay, can I can I can I get pinned? Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Hangman Page and Brian Danielson had a hell of a match. Hell of a match. Hell of a match. Boy, they, damn, they have. I mean, it's almost as if both these people are good at wrestling. Yeah, it's amazing. I wanted to motorboat that match. It was so good. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I don't know what that means either, but it was so damn good. I just absolutely loved it. Uh, everything about it. Just, I obviously we can talk about it real quick before. Okay, this is where I'm kind of pissed off about Chris Jericho. He gave the damn gave the match away by accident, but damn it, what are you doing? He did. Yeah, if you go back and watch his segment, like right before, or maybe a segment before that, when he was doing a uh -huh. backstage promo, he basically yeah. gave the he gave it away. What, what did he say? I don't oh, remember. God, I, I can't remember the exact. Uh, <laughs> he he. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just read Ryan Sullivan's comment. Um, if somebody would, if somebody can put that in chat, the exact uh, quote that would help me out a lot. Um, but yeah, he basically gave it away. He said he'll see uh, Brian Danielson next. Like basically, he said you'll see Brian Danielson next week. Is what he said. I mean, in in 
Oh yeah, but I thought yeah, I remember that. But I thought that he was just you know still pissed off at no, Brian Danielson. He, no, it was but like yeah, yeah. He, he but yeah, he said he'd be facing him is what he pretty much said. He he, he gave it away. He was and Tony, I believe Tony Shavani tried to um, tried to cover it too, but it didn't really work. Um, he don't want no turtles. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Jungle Boy. Are we up to the main? Please tell me we're up to the main event. Uh, pretty close. Jungle Boy vignette. Christian Cage is going to be out forever. Why the hell did Jungle Boy lose? That's all. I mean, that's really it. We, I, if if Christian Cage is going to be gone for months, why did Jungle Boy lose? Makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, that's that. But uh, I would like to put out that uh, put. What are you putting out there? I, I that <laughs> didn't sound right. <laughs> I'd like to put out. <laughs> okay, let me let me rephrase that. <laughs> I would like to uh, point out. <laughs> Jesus, Chance can hey, English like... is my second language. Okay. Yeah, no, that's uh, fine. I, I like to uh, point out that uh, Jungle Boy showed some character, and I'm always, oh, I look like Jungle Boy. Oh, there you go. Uh, jungle Girl, Jungle, Jungle Teacher, because I look like a teacher. Stop. Uh, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, I'm always here for Jungle Boy showing character because I don't think he has one. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that main event rule, Jesus yeah. fuck. Love Daniel Garcia getting the win in Buffalo. That was good for him. Um, Tom Talks Rubbish sends us a super chat. Says, what's up, YouTube family? What's up, Tom? How you doing, buddy? I'm going to be doing a uh, a um, retro review with him next week. Oh, sweet. Yeah, which we have to do. You can still get in your super super chats. Like, we have, like, 10 minutes, but it's fine. Yeah, Uh, we're going to go a little bit longer Um, because Jeff can't make it until 4.45, I think. Um, (laughs) It doesn't mean we have to drag our arms. No, I know, but, I mean, we can go a little bit later. Um, Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia, like I said, fantastic match. Daniel Garcia getting the big victory in his hometown. Congratulations. The biggest victory for him uh, must be like his hero putting the title on him. Like this must have yeah. meant so much for that guy. Yeah. And I, I absolutely loved um, the emotion that he showed. That was great. You could tell it meant so much to him winning that title there. Um, so I love the emotion from Chris Jericho here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming down and like. I'm glad that he didn't guess because that was gonna be yeah. like too much. Yeah. Uh, that 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 would have been comedic, but mm. yeah. So, Chris Jericho's facial expressions were uh, were perfect. always good. Perfect. Uh, the thing I always uh, go back to was Chris Jericho's facial expressions when Matt Hardy debuted for AEW on yeah. on the yeah like on the the balcony, mm-hmm. like Chris Jericho removed his glasses and like the pure horror you saw in yeah. his eyes. Like that was genius. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute yeah. genius. Kudos, like a shout out to, to Chris Jericho. And that's the thing I never thought I'd say. Yeah. Um, 
so before we move on, just show the Tournament of Champions bracket. Um, tonight, you have Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. The winner will uh, face John Moxley. And then uh, Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson next week. So and then on September 21st, the winners will face off at Dynamite Grand Slam. So there you go. Hell of a show. Yeah, hell of a show. Now I got to put our graphic back. Um, first time I think I've ever remembered that I needed to do that. Yeah. Um, so moving on, Malachi Black was granted his conditional release. Um, I'm numerous, so sad about that. Yeah, numerous uh, talent were informed uh, that he was done with the company for the foreseeable future. Um, so we did get his release. AW sources um, claim that it was highly conditional, which means he, which basically means that for it to be highly conditional is He's not going to be able to wait the the normal like ninety days stuff. I mean, I don't know what AEW has for their their stuff, but he's not going to be able to basically go to WWE for any time in the near future. Um, so he wanted Tony Khan wanted obviously he wanted uh, Malachi Black for the foreseeable future. He wanted him in the company. He he likes him. Um, and who blames him? Everybody likes Malachi Black. He's a hell of a wrestler. Um, but he, because he saw him part of the brand for years, and uh, there were efforts to try to salvage uh, what was going on to at least keep a working relationship between the two. Um, and there were some meetings that took place, but Malachi Black wanted out, and uh, sounds like Khan finally allowed it to happen. And Malachi Black, after the match at All Out kissed the crowd or kissed blue kiss to the crowd um and bowed and went went out um so as far as like he was the, details, the one to get pinned also like he was yeah, the one that was the way pin. to do it i mean that's you go out on your back um um so that's the way to do it and so as far as like the the terms of the release who knows how long what this plays into his future so That'll be very interesting to see. Um, I, there's been a lot of rumors, and I won't talk about those, like those rumors. Um, but yeah, whatever's just, best uh, for him is exactly what... whatever's best for him. Uh, we all love him, apparently. Like, of course we do. He, like, he's an amazing performer. He was, uh, as I tweeted out, he was one of the best things on NXT. And on the main roster on WWE, he was. I was so excited. He beat Cody in a matter of minutes. Like you know, that's uh, like you have something special in you. And uh, he was always amazing at portraying stuff. Like he's different, and I relate to him. And uh, I'm sad to see him go, but of course, uh, whatever is best for him is best for all of us because we're not selfish. We we want him to want this and apparently yeah. he doesn't want this now yeah. and whatever he does we're always we'll always love love him uh we're sending all our love to malachi black and uh we hope to see him soon like it's uh i'm just a bit selfish i just want to see him wrestle because he's good at it yeah he's also good at storytelling so yeah yeah 
So yeah, whatever, whatever is best for him and uh, his family, that's what matters to us. So, um, yeah, Melanie got to, or Mel. I sorry, I can't. It's hard to call her Melanie. Um, Mel got to meet him in uh, Toronto a few weeks ago. Lucky. Um, so the he would be awesome to meet. He just seems like a good dude. Yeah. So our next. We're moving on. We are moving on, and here we go. A damn fine cup of coffee. Who is our super uh, super chat? Who is our Cooper effect about? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> I, I was like, who's our Cooper? F and I lost it. But what else? Yeah, is it's fightful select. It's uh, not only Fightful Select, but of course, every one of you guys who are subscribed to Fightful Select, all 11K plus of you. Uh, this this is so amazing. Like, I, I'm so amazingly proud of everyone from Fightful. Uh, of course, we are a part of the Fightful family. Uh, I'm a smaller part, but I, like, I just started, but but that, that's fine. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Rob and I actually started our show on Select in December. We actually started there and then we got moved to Overbooked. Uh, it's uh, like Select is like incredible opportunity for a lot of people. And uh, you get one of the, uh, like you get the accurate, uh, the most accurate news there and you get you get amazing people doing podcasts. You get uh, uh, Alex Polowski. You get Stephen Jensen. You get uh, Q and A's. You get so much uh, f uh, news as it comes out. Like this is, I'm so proud of everyone that's uh, that's you know that's busting their ass to make this thing. And uh, again, we started off there, so it's kind of our home. And uh, we ran away from home, but now we get back yeah. after the show right there. And um, yes, you get Coexist After Dark, which we will have today. And our guest will be Jeffrey Hawkins. Hawkins. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I, we, like, Rob and I fight who loves Jeffrey more. And that's annoying. No, it's me. <laughs> because it's definitely me. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't give a damn what you say, lady. Okay. Okay. I what? I was a kiddo. Like what? Lady, I forgot. Yeah. You, well, with that hair, you look like an adult <laughs> now. So. <laughs> and I look like a kid with my hat backwards. So there were you. So you could have just called me. I don't know, ma'am. Ma'am, okay, ma'am. I thought ma'am's worse than lady, but okay. Like, okay, but like, will a lady be able to like hold her pen uh, like that? Sure. Okay. Jesus. You got it. You Fuck. Got it. Rob. Sorry, kiddo. Okay. Um, yes, Fightful Select. That's where I got started. That was my first place that I got to do uh, anything with Fightful. I got to do uh, my first article was called Selling the Merch, where I basically just covered the merchandise side of wrestling the the non um the outside of the ring stuff the the stuff you see at walmart target ringside collectibles uh, if i was still doing that i'd probably be highlighting what mel coleman does um 
And I'm thinking about bringing it back. So, Mel, get ready. I'm going to probably uh, promote your stuff like crazy. Um, so I'm thinking about bringing it back. But that was the first thing I did. And then now I do I do an amazing show called Coexisting After Dark with Maggie that I absolutely love. And I do retro reviews. I do the pre-shows every Anytime there's a pay-per-view that's worth covering, we do that. So basically, NWA pay-per-views are not going to happen. Um, Impact, when it's a big show, we'll do those. Um, so I, I absolutely love it. Sean, let me take a a lead, a somewhat of a lead role on, on Fightful Select because that was something I wanted to do. I absolutely love Select. I was a member of Select before there were 100... Um, and 20 members, and I've been there ever since. So that means a lot to me. I absolutely love it, and absolutely um, shots fired at NWA. Anytime you have Tyrus maining event, main eventing a show, you deserve to be uh, ripped on. Um, Ryan, uh, Eric, my show, my NFL show is tomorrow on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming at 11 a.m. Eastern. I host it with uh, Steven Jensen of the Weekender podcast, who has uh, a show right here on Fightful, or right on Fightful Select every Sunday. And all Elite Doug um, is on there too. So I watched that episode. I understand nothing. <laughs> that's okay. As long as you nothing. watch it, I appreciate it. That's, that's what matters to me. And I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so moving do you want to talk really, really quick yep. about? Yep. Yeah. We had okay. Move on. So, what was your favorite match for Flash the Sunday? Oh, Walter Sheamus, absolutely my favorite match. Sure. <laughs> like what else? But I love the crowd. Jesus, fuck that match. Yeah, I love the crowd. Oh absolutely great crowd. Like the for some okay for some reason surely like they were booing Walter of course. Because yeah. that's their guy, Seamus. Uh, surely, surely they have to do something with with Seamus, which I don't think they will. But uh, Seamus is right. He always puts banger after banger after banger. The, the, like you, uh, Meltzer gave that match a five-star rating. Yeah. How that's that? How about that? Yeah. Like, Jesus. When I uh, saw Melcher make a comment, event, I, I knew what? he was going to get it. When Melcher made a comment about it the other uh, the other day, I'm like, I'm like, that match. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So good for the him. main event was amazing. Uh, I'm glad Solo Sokoa got called uh, called up to the main roster, but that finish was such bullshit. Like, uh, oh look, I lost a match. I lost the chance at the uh, at the titles, but I'm gonna sing American Pie for all of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This yeah. was so creepy. Like, if uh, <clears throat> if the camera was off, okay, but I didn't, I didn't need to, to see that. And I was watching it live, by the way, because it was, it was in the UK and it was in a reasonable time for me. Our friend Eric so sends, words... us, sends us another super chat. I give coexisting at nine one four nine four nine one four nine four yeah nine hundred fourteen star rating. Thank you. Is this uh, is this significant number? Am, am I missing something? Am I stupid? I don't, that I don't okay. know. Okay. Okay. So. You could have gave it a 316 rating. Okay. Austin 316. There you go. Uh, yeah. And uh, words collide? Surely it's uh, 
Carmelo Hayes and oh, yeah. Ricochet. Yep. Agreed. Oh. Hell of a match. And, um, and the only reason the main event isn't in, in that conversation for me is because the wrong fucking man won. Yeah. Um, A to B Rampage preview tonight. Ring of Honor World Championship. Claudio Castagnoli taking on Dax Harwood. Holy hell, give me this. Yes. A to B World Champion Tournament. First round match. Sammy Guevara taking on Darby Allen. Hell yes. Madison Rain taking on Serena Deeb. And then we also have an appearance by Mr. Madison Rain. <laughs> we have an appearance by Mr. Samoa Joe. Yes. Yes, Thank please. You. Um, SmackDown preview tonight. We have a Braun Strowman speaks. Yeah, Braun Strowman, <laughs> Braun Strowman speaks. Yay! Uh, fatal, fatal five way. I can't even talk today. Fatal five way elimination match featuring Zia Lee, Sonya Deville, uh, Rhea, not Rhea, real. Uh, sorry, uh, Natalia. Oh, uh, it looks like. Lacey Evans is back, so that's good. And Ronda Rousey, so that's good. Lacey so, Evans is, is in that match. Yeah, they show Lacey Evans in it. Uh, we all know Ronda Rousey's winning, right? Yeah. Yep. And then uh, tonight, the Street Profits join forces with Hit Row, taking on Los Lotharios, Los Lotharios and Maximum Male Models. So talk about dreams. Dreams happening. There you go. Yeah, I so, always dreamt about that match. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm excited too. That's why I'm uh, gonna get up at eight a.m. to watch the show before work. That's that's what I'm watching. All right, real quick. Here we go. Well, Maggie, today is a little bit different style of jokes. These jokes today are none other than inappropriate. Whoops, where are they at? There we go. Inappropriate pickup lines. Okay. Are you ready? I'm doing ones no. for guys and ones for one, one for men, one for women, or a few for men, a few for women. Um, so here we go. We'll start with men. Hi, I'm an astronaut, and my next mission my next mission is to explore Uranus. Uranus. There's one. <laughs> it would have probably been better if I wouldn't have fucked up every word I was saying. Um, no, I know it was coming. Ah, well, maybe. Um, the word of the day is legs. Let's go back to your place and spread the word. <laughs> uh your body is a wonderland, and I want to be Alice. <laughs> <laughs> your your clothes would look great crumpled up next to my bed. Oh, I know, I know this differently. Your I like your clothes; they they look awesome on my floor. Uh, okay. I don't like that, and I've like said that to a man, by the oh, way. There you go, nice. You're like milk. Works I just want to every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go. Well, it, yeah, okay. You're like milk. I just want to make you part of my complete breakfast. Complete breakfast. Yeah. And um, I just checked my schedule. 
I can have you pregnant by Christmas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, um, hi. You look like my third husband. How yeah. many husbands do you have? Two. <laughs> Jesus. Pick up lines for her. With legs like mine, they should be wrapped around your neck. <laughs> or we always get pedicures just so they can look better on the guy's shoulders. There you go. I hate having a period. Can you stop them for nine months? Um, <gasps> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Never. Hey, hey, do you have any vitamin D for me today? <laughs> I know three ways to make six inches deep disappear. <laughs> they they call me they call me coffee because I grind so fine. <laughs> And last but not least, can you glaze me like a donut? <laughs> that one goes back to our one a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, the... Hey! There we go. Yay! Oh, shit, that's a local number. I better check that out. Okay. Um, Maggie, tell everybody where they can find you. Guys, you can follow me on the Twitter at Maggie underscore IK and on Instagram at Maggie dot IK. It's never about wrestling there. It's uh, more about goofy stuff and my stupid workouts and my uh, in real life all the time job as bartending. Uh, who was it? I don't know yet. <laughs> I'll check uh, here in about a minute. All right. I'm ready. All right. And you can... <laughs> If you want to, Jesus, you can follow me at Rob Wilkins on Twitter. Otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram at Fifel Rob. And every Friday at three o'clock Eastern, you can follow me or you can follow me and Maggie right here on Fifel Overbook for coexisting after coexisting. Jesus, I can't talk at all. I'm losing it. But I want to thank You're everybody. Excited about Jeff. Yes, we're very excited about Jeff. I um, want to thank everybody for joining us today. We had more viewers today than we normally have, so that means a ton to both of us. If you could do us a favor, hit that like button. That goes a long ways. Um, and leave a comment if you can. One of us will respond to you as well. Um, and that phone won't stop ringing back there. So other than that, I want to say thank you again. And we will see you next week. And Join us from Fightful Select right now. Yes, we'll be moving over to Fightful Select. Peace out, homies. Peace. I got to do it. You know that. All right, guys.